Hello, my sweet loves. Welcome to the very first episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to see how this goes. I have so many topics and ideas I want to talk about, but first, I want to announce that we have our very own official Twitter account at Greasy Speaks. Here, I'll be taking all questions and ideas for future episodes. So be sure to go ahead and follow us so you can be updated on any and all posts. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Okay, so it's that time of the year where finals are just around the corner, and some of you may have no idea to prepare. This could be from COVID, where it's your first official year of finals, maybe you just started high school, or maybe you just want some extra advice. Well, here are my two cents of tips and advice that I've learned from the past couple of years. My first bit of advice is to put the actual idea of finals into perspective. I did this a lot my freshman year and it honestly mostly just helped my anxiety that I had with the actual exams themselves. You honestly just have to remember that it's just a test. And at my school, my school, we weighted ours at 20%. So only 20% of your grade was going to be affected by the exams, by the result of your final. So it only really mattered if you were on a teetering letter grade. So say say you had a 79%, you were at a B plus. If you did really well on your final, that would have brought you up to a B. Or maybe you were teetering at a a minus at a 90%. If you didn't do well enough, that would have brought you down to an 89 or 88 at a B plus. So only then does it really matter, but then at the same time, it doesn't matter that much because there's always a next time, a next semester, a next year. Um, so it doesn't matter that much. And if you have grades if your letter grade by percentage is in probably around the 86, like uh, say 86, 87 percent or anything that's more in between, it won't affect you that much. Your final, honestly, regardless of which way you go, if you do really well or really poor, it won't change it that much. I know some schools some classes, they might wait theirs more around 15% or 30%. It just depends. Mine was only 20%. So in this case, if I did really poor and I was at, say, 87 or 86% in the class, at most, even if I completely failed it and got it entirely wrong, I, w I would still be at a B in the class. And even if I did really well, I, I couldn't get an A even if I wanted to or tried to. So there was no point in me overexerting myself and stressing out over trying to change that grade because just with the exam itself, there was no way I was going to be able to change that grade. My second piece of advice is to learn how to prioritize. This is something that I personally I like the idea of learning how to prioritize and I think that I am pretty decent at it. My problem is I often just lack motivation, but I think other people do struggle with learning how exactly to prioritize. So you need to focus on the classes with the lowest grade. I know that seems like common knowledge, but some people surprisingly 
don't get that. So if you have a C in biology and a B in math and you're going for straight A's, you need to prioritize biology over math because that's the class that you're going to need to work the hardest with with your exam. And that's the class that you're going to need to spend the most time and study the most for. While math, even though you also are trying to get an A in that one, you just won't have to work as hard. And then other classes like, say, social studies or history might be your easiest class. You you'll still want to study and I know it's hard to not just take the easy route and do all the easy homework and study guide and study guides study guides and reviews but you you will want to focus on the ones that you need to take the most time on and so this could be done in different ways if you are prepping say a week ahead you could spend the first two days focusing on, for example, biology, and then spend the next on math, and then the, the next few, etc., etc. Just like break it down that way. The earlier that you start studying, the better, in my opinion. And then if you don't have enough time of days, or say you don't feel like studying the whole week leading up to your finals, and you only want to you only want to study like the a few days ahead you could also break it down in minutes say you want to give an hour to biology and then say maybe 30 minutes to math 20 minutes for social studies etc etc another bit of advice that i have personally the way that my school did our finals we split them up in two days so on Thursday, we would have our all of our even classes. Uh, my school also has the option, instead of taking um, just seven classes, you could actually take eight classes. We called the eighth class early bird. You started an hour ahead before school, and you had the option to leave an hour early if you wanted. So the way that our finals would go is on Thursday, it would go early bird, second, fourth, sixth hour, and then the following Friday, the day after, we would do our odd period classes, so it would go one, three, five, seven. So if you, if your school does something similar or divides it into two days, maybe three days, or say some teachers don't even like to do their actual final on the fine the given final days some will do it like the week before or maybe just a couple days before just so you can knock theirs out of the way and then they like to have their classes just be study halls on those actual days that's how my teachers did it sometimes so you need to learn when the dates are going to be and then if your schedule is like mine and it is divided and it is split then that would be another factor when you're wanting to prioritize say you had um say you had your science class on Thursday and then say you had your foreign language say you had French on Friday and you struggle with both of them but you would want to on Wednesday night you would want to study for biology 
and then on Thursday night you would want to study for French. You get what I mean? Like that's another way that you can prioritize and that's another factor you'll want to think about when trying to organize and sort out how you're going to study exactly. Because if you if you had studied for French on Wednesday it, because you were really stressed about that final and you didn't study for biology, but then you had biology on Thursday and you didn't study, then then you're screwed because you spent all your time where you should have been studying for biology, you were studying for French. So that would be another way of learning how to prioritize. Okay, one of my favorite tips that I don't know if a lot of people know this or do this, but one of my favorite things that I've done all throughout high school is to calculate what you need for your final. I don't know how many people know this, but this is something that I always did. And it helped me so, so much. It helped my anxiety. It helped me learn how to prioritize literally everything I've been talking about. It put it into perspective. It was genuinely so helpful. So the website that I personally always like to use is rapidtables.com. And all you do is you just enter your current either grade or percentage that you have in that class. And then you put your aiming goal or like your aiming letter grade or percentage that you'd like to have in that class. And it will tell you the, the minimum that you need to get on your final to achieve that grade or that percentage in that class. And that was so helpful to me and I love doing it. I love doing it so much. I would offer to do it for my friends. That's how much I love this process. I would always just ask my friends and I'd text them. I'd be like, hey, send me like your grades and your percentage that you have in this class and I'll calculate your finals for you. And so it really helped me a lot. And I would always just write down my classes and like I would write down the grade that I had. And then I always just wanted, I always, for me, I, I've always had generally good grades. So I always just put a, I just put 90%, that's an A minus, that's just an A in the class. And so that's what I always put as my aiming goal, because I was just fine with just like having an A as the, the, just a 90% was good enough for me. I didn't, I never wanted like 95, like that would be great, but I just put as like the minimum of what I'm aiming for. If I went over, that's great. If it was just right at 90 that's fine too so what I always did I always wrote mine out and I calculated them and this was really nice for me and one way that it honestly helped my anxiety was just physically seeing like visually seeing that I could get a literal f on this final and still have an a in the class that was the most relieving thing for me to see that I could genuinely get a 54% on this final and I could still have a good grade, a good enough grade for me, the grade that I wanted for this semester. It helped me so, so much. And other things, generally I worked really hard throughout the semester where finals didn't have to finals weren't too overwhelming for me. I did have some situations where they, they mattered a bit more. But for me personally, it helped me a lot to see that, 
oh, I just need at least a D on this final and I'll still be okay in the class or oh, I just need a C. Just things like that. Calculating them really helped me a lot. And I, yet again, rapidtables.com, that's the one that I like the best. And I am going to do it this year. And I will probably keep doing it in future years. And I recommend calculating what you need for to anyone. It is so nice and helpful in my opinion. I also have no idea if it's just me or not, trying to be like a snobby little like brag show whatever, but calculating my calculating my finals personally always kind of felt like a little reward and it just made me feel really good academically of like seeing my success and it, it truly was like a, an awarding rewarding situation because I worked generally pretty hard all the time in school leading up to finals and I, I try to maintain good grades generally throughout the entire semester so having it be near the end just felt rewarding to kind of be have that stress lifted off from from my shoulders of being like you only need a d to get an a in this class like you'll be okay so it really helped my anxiety and it honestly it just felt so rewarding and it was just the most lovely feeling of just my hard work has paid off this next tip is something that personally i definitely should have done a lot more in high school and never did but i'm still going to give it to you because it is good advice and I need to take my own advice, but it's to study as early as you can. I definitely never did this. Uh, some people started studying like a week ahead. I personally was always a type that started studying a day before or like a couple days before. I just crammed all that in and somehow generally I got by also with previous statements I only needed like D's on my exams to get the grade that I wanted but don't don't be like me study ahead honestly some teachers will give you a study guide so use that others will do just like a normal unit test and so they'll tell you in advance so if it's your unit you'll be learning the lesson ahead of time and that you can really try to pay more attention because this one is going to be more important. It's it depends on the teacher, but some will do some will just count the quote unquote finals test because that's required by at least for my school it was required that we take some sort of final to prove the semester review, but instead of doing like a full review, they would just do a unit test and some of them would count it as like a finals, like a, like a final and weigh it as so, like with a 20% and others just went, it's your quote unquote final, but it, it doesn't matter. It's just a normal test. So just keep that in mind. The earlier you start, the better, honestly. This next tip is kind of the one that I stated before, but learning how to organize your time. I know as stressful as it is right now, you really want to try to hang out with your friends. Like the winter is coming. It's so nice out. You, you all are so eager to get into break. But honestly, you need to learn. Prioritize this time now. You will have so many minutes 
and hours and days ahead of you during break to just do nothing. Do whatever the fuck you want. But right now, these hours and these minutes are the most important for you to get your shit together and work on your finals. Just study. I know it's so annoying and it's so hard, but I promise you, you will have so many hours to do nothing after you just get this out of the way. So you'll want to organize your time. I know for me personally, um, I work, so I let my bosses know that I, I just texted them, hey, I probably won't be able to work as much as normal. I can only work so-and-so hours. I told them I could only work about two days uh, the week that I have finals just because I will want to take time to study. So just learn how to manage that in advance and just take that into mind when planning things. For me personally, I'm also in choir for my school, so I had to go ahead and factor that in with you know, just studying and my planning and all my projects. Just kind of be more aware of how much time you have for things and how much you want to leave for other events and situations. I promise you, your friends can wait. You guys will all, you guys will all have time together after finals. You'll be okay, I promise. My absolute best bit of advice I can give you on finals in this podcast right now is to use your resources. I I can't even express how much I want to ingrain that into your brains because I promise you that is genuinely the most helpful tip that I can provide. If even if you get absolutely nothing from this podcast, I want you I want that to be your takeaway from this podcast is to use your resources with your finals. And what I mean by this, you have so many options of resources. You have your teachers, you have your you have teachers, you have your classmates, you have the internet, you have your notes. You have so many resources for these finals that you can use. For teachers, oftentimes they always repeat finals. They always use the exact same test. Maybe they'll take some questions out or just shift it around from previous years. And they often will provide you a study guide as, as well. And for some of my classes, the, the study guide was the exact test. The, the questions were just shifted around. So use, use all sources and devices that teachers provide you because they're the ones that are giving the test. Either they made it themselves or they got it like with their curriculum and so they always use it or it's always it's it's often generally the same test or if not just slightly different. Along with that being said, your classmates Fellow students, this is another great, amazing, fantastic source. I ask, ask, ask students that had had the class in previous years, say you,
ask people that have already taken a class. This is generally next to teachers, if not above, one of the greatest sources you have because they will tell you exactly how the test was and they actually took it themselves previous years. Some of them might even have the exact study guide still that they kept and, and the notes and advice that their teacher gave them. And they will tell you exactly how it is. They could tell you how they studied. Or they might just give you good advice of, oh, the study guide is exactly like the test. Or they could give you other helpful advice of, oh, the study guide was nothing like the test. You'll want to use this resource or this website to study it instead. And that is just one of the best resources you have. And I know if you're a freshman... It's really hard because you haven't really built as much of those connections with older students. So you could either you could either just ask your teacher to be one of your greatest sources or you could just honestly most of the time if you ever came across like a senior and upperclassman or just anyone else in the building that had taken the class previously most of the time I doubt I highly doubt that they'll care enough to like say no like if you if you have a friend of a friend that had taken the class previously no one's going to care enough to actively try to not help you when you ask questions about the test and so my next bit of advice under resources would be the internet to simply look up whatever you can. This could be on your study guide if there's something that you don't really understand. If say there's a term or a definition that you need help on, obviously just look it up. You can also look up practice tests and practice practices. Like you can have all these resources just from looking up. You can prepare yourself so well by just using what you have provided already and then of course keep all of your notes I I honestly still have my notes probably from sophomore year just somewhere in my house that I just never bothered to throw away but if I ever need them I'll use them I know I know where they are so make sure that Whenever teachers are going through the study guide, write everything they say down. Anything they say to help you is is just useful. It's useful information. Like, why would they be saying it to you if it wasn't helpful? So make sure to write everything that your teachers say, every little advice. And then, like I was saying before, with other students, make sure to just write down what they say because you could forget and it's really useful information that you could be getting and it's so helpful. So just be sure to get as much help that you can from the resources you have. Yet again, teachers, students, internet, and yourself, your notes, you can use all of these to do so well. Another thing you have to remember whenever with finals week, take care of yourself, please. Take breaks, set a relaxing situation, get some hot tea, maybe some nice coffee or hot chocolate, maybe sit by a fire, put on comfy clothes, create a nice ambiance, light a candle, play some 
chill music, just create such a nice and lovely and relaxing setting for you because it is in fact a stressful and overwhelming time and it can be I it can be very overwhelming and you just need to remember to take breaks pace your mind you you work so hard you deserve it you can take a 15 minute break of and when I say, and when I say take a 15 minute break, I don't mean go on your phone and scroll through TikTok. Yes, you can. Yes, you can go on your phone and if that's relaxing to you, but in my opinion, taking more of just like a mind break overall is really nice. So say you study for 20 minutes and then take just like a quick 10 minute break to maybe stretch your legs walk around the house a minute or maybe do something just calm and relaxing get up stretch just just let yourself and your mind and your body just have a moment to breathe please remember to pace your mind drink water just be just treat yourself kindly. Just treat yourself kindly. And then if you haven't found this out by now from previous years or it's something you'll slowly learn, just another thing that's really helpful when studying for any and all tests, finals or just quizzes, learning how you study best is just another little tip of advice that I have really found helpful over the years. I know for me personally, the way that I learn best and I study best is so tedious. I need to write out in pen, sometimes a blue pen, sometimes just a black pen. In my notes, I will rewrite the entire lessons and entire quizlets. I'll legit find a quizlet and then just rewrite that because Physically writing it all down and, physic and, and and visually seeing it really helps my brain comprehend and take in all of the information that I'm writing with like writing it over and over again, maybe only writing it twice, maybe just once. For me personally, that really helps my brain grasp our concepts. Other people, it might be just, just making flashcards or just making a quizlet could be enough for you to study. Maybe just reading over it once is enough, but just finding out what works for you is so nice because if I hadn't learned that writing it out and rereading it and actually taking the time to comprehend, if I didn't know that that's how I studied, I would struggle a lot more because I probably would try doing quizlets or doing practice tests which honestly those w probably would help me too but it's just not my ideal situation to study so learning what works for you what works best for you and what will make you accomplish what you need to the most that's really important with that being said my loves in the end you just have to remember that 
everything will be okay no matter what, I promise. Even if you completely bomb your final, it'll be okay. If you ace it, that's awesome, that's wonderful, but it will all be okay. It does not matter that much. I know it seems so overwhelming right now, and it seems like you have to get a certain grade, otherwise you will not succeed. It does not matter that much. Your life will be okay, I promise you. So please take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself during this time. You you need to prioritize you above everything else. If finals takes over if finals takes over your mental health, you need to prioritize if finals takes over your mental health, you need to prioritize yourself. You are the most important thing right now, above all, above school, above your friends, above your family. You are so important. So please, please, please be kind to yourself. Treat yourself right. Treat yourself in general. If you studied for three hours, treat yourself you deserve a little reward. Go get yourself some coffee. Go get yourself some cake, maybe. Buy yourself a nice shirt. Or if you didn't study at all, that's okay, too. You still deserve, you still deserve a treat. You are so lovely, and you deserve everything. You deserve the world. That's all I have today for you, my lovelies. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you gained something from this short bit of advice that I had to provide. If you haven't already, go ahead and give our Twitter at Greasy Speaks a follow where you can keep up to date and you can give any and all ideas and suggestions that you have for future episodes. I really hope that you take care of yourself and you be kind to yourself. And again, thank you so much for listening. Okay, lovelies, I'll catch you all around. Bye.